summer camp. It's the best. The fun activities, hilarious events, and most importantly, the friendships and memories that last a lifetime. I'm your host, Sam Seidtels, and I'm the proud owner of Camp Tuscaloosa. Now, I love camp, and I love podcasts. And I was thinking, it'd be pretty cool to give these campers a platform where they can speak their mind, deliver a message, and have some fun while doing it. An opportunity for these kids to get on a mic, get over any public speaking nerves, and have an awesome experience. If you do join us, you're going to see what Camp Tuscaloosa is all about. So let's do this thing. I'm psyched. I'm ready. So here we go. Part two. Had to do a part two with my man Scott because the first one was pretty epic. And not only are we doing a first one or a second one, but we're not even planning it. We're just kind of improvising. That's pretty crazy. So what did you listen to the first one we did? Yeah, I listened to it. And what'd you think? It was it was really cool. I still sound like a baby. Every time I'm like on a mic or someone hears me on a mic, I sound like a, like I'm 10 years old. <laughs> it's pretty weird hearing yourself for the yeah. first time, right? Yeah. It took me like probably like 6 months before I was totally like used to my voice. Yeah. Yeah, but how you sound man you sound normal to me <laughs> but whenever you're someone hears himself it's always weird my mom my dad and we're sharing the video all over with my grandma with uncle so were they all- everybody yeah they were uh just amazed of how good i was at it really well yeah. did they give you any details about what they thought or yeah they did they thought that i did pretty good and for my first time and i should do it again so i wanted to do it again yeah, would you ever, because um, you're a good talker and you actually have a lot to talk about. I didn't realize, for those of you who didn't hear it, we went into uh, space travel. Yeah. Uh, we were just going to talk about camp, I think. And somehow yeah. it turned into Bob Lazar yeah. and space travel and life on uh, other planets, maybe. Um, have you ever thought about having your own show? Yeah, I would think about having my own show, but I don't have anything to record anything with. So <clears throat> it's actually a lot easier than most people think. Like I have this thing called a roadcaster. I'm I'm saying these out loud in case, case your parents want to check it out. Yeah. Um. So I have a roadcaster, but this is kind of pricey. Uh, it's a few hundred dollars. <clears throat> but honestly, if you looked into it, you can really plug a microphone into your phone and like record a podcast just from your phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's really that easy. And uh, and a microphone man, you can get one for like under thirty dollars. You could really start your own podcast for like 30 bucks. That would be cool. Yeah. If you did, what, what do you think you would do? I probably would talk about probably more space stuff because I have i don't really talk to people that much. I have a bunch of like things to talk about, but I don't talk to anybody about it because no one's really interested. <laughs> no way, man. Yeah. I know kids just want to go out there and play some fog ball nowadays. Yeah. They're, they're probably not going to want to come to camp and talk about interdimensional portals <laughs> and such things. Yeah. What got you into uh, outer space? Oh, just seeing how vast the universe is and how people like, like NASA can like launch stuff into space. And then they try, they're trying to find like evidence of life on Mars. I started with that. Then I just started working my way like around like, these UFO stories and how people saw them, like the Tic Tac, I saw that one. 
I saw, I, of course, the, I saw the Bob Lazar one, too. Well, these are the first ones. Because yeah. <clears throat> when I was younger, a lot of times you'd hear people talk about how, I don't know, they were taken by aliens or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of times you'd think, like, did you really get taken? Or yeah, are you, that's what uh, I thought. Yeah, but these stories sound very real. Yeah, they're like, it sounds like they're telling the truth. Yeah. Like, Bob Lazar is... Like, no bias with him. Yeah, he has nothing to gain out of this. A lot to lose. And a he lot just, to lose. Yeah, he's just sticking by his story. Yeah. <clears throat> what other things have you researched? Because I'm not, like, huge in... All I hear is, you know, what Joe Rogan talks about with his yeah. guests. You know, I don't really know what else is going on. Is there any, like, new things going on with uh, NASA or just space travel in general? Uh, the, I, I think they flew the first controlled flight on a different planet. Like, a, a mini, like, helicopter on Mars. They flew it. That's never happened before? Never happened before. That must be really a hard. A controlled flight, not just like flying down. Yeah. Was someone inside the the helicopter or was someone just doing it by like remote control? They got ro- remote control. It. No one's on Mars yet. No human ever touched a different planet except for the moon. And that's just not really a planet. It's just a moon. Do you suspect through the things you've studied and, and, and just your own thoughts, do you suspect what we're going to get to Mars? Yeah, I suspect. Do you, did you say when we get to Mars or no, just how if and then, Mars? yeah, if, if you think so, like, how are we doing? This? Probably in my lifetime, we'll probably see those samples that the uh, Perseverance rover is dropping on Mars. We're, the, in my lifetime, they're probably going to bring them back in my lifetime and we're going to have evidence of aliens or no aliens. What is it, Perseverance? Oh, what? that's the rover. That's the rover that landed. I think it was in February of this year. It landed on Mars, and it like collects samples. It drills into rocks, and then like sucks up the samples like in the uh, drill, and it capsules it in a capsule and it drops it, leaves it behind for like another research mission to come by, pick them up, and send it back to Earth. Oh, I was gonna ask that. Like, how are they gonna get it back here? So yeah. they literally need to. So. So this is with plans for astronauts to eventually make it there and pick up what this robot is. Or a rover could do it, too. Like, just a rover could pick it up, get back on a spaceship. Or, like, drop it off on a spaceship. They could leave that rover, and then you could launch it right back to... Does that kind of technology, like a rover who can just go find it, pick it up, bring it back to the ship, does that that exist? Yeah, they're doing it right now on uh, Mars. It takes, like, seven minutes for a signal to get from Earth to Mars... For the rover to move, that to, that doesn't sound like a long time to me. I, because uh, radio waves are really fast. Yeah, yeah. How does it stay connected though? That's what blows my mind. <laughs> like, how does this remote control on Earth stay connected with uh, what? What do you? What's the a name rove, of it? a perseverance on a different planet? I just I just thinking about a man-made vehicle. It's on a different planet right now, and we can't even imagine how that would look. Like, with our own eyes, seeing a different planet, like, on the planet itself, besides from pictures. That, those are pictures from, like, a camera. But seeing it with their own eyes would probably be crazy. Yeah, or what if it's not, though? What if it's just just, if a it's bu- just, just a bunch of rocks? Just a bunch of rocks. <laughs> but it's still a different planet, though. We've been on this planet. Everything happened on this planet. I know. Earth. Gosh, so boring. I know. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Perseverance, when it's doing its thing, is is that is everything being controlled by a, a person, or is it kind of out there doing its own oh, thing? Oh, it's being controlled by a person, but it does have automated systems to keep it running. It has a nuclear-powered battery in the back. Whoa. 
That's ha- because solar panels are like weak. They get dust on them, like a bunch of like Mars dust on them. And it yeah, blocks the power. They can inconsistent, yeah. right? But now they use nuclear power. It does wear off eventually, but it lasts way longer than solar panels. So I've heard, as we uh, day by day destroy this planet we are living <laughs> on, that people have considered uh, setting up shop in, on Mars. <laughs> Is that something you would actually be willing to do? Uh, probably not. I'd probably like to live on Mars, or maybe just. That's like, what I meant. Like set up, like yeah. house, jobs. I, th- I thought you meant like a shop, like you sell rocks <laughs> and like equipment. Yeah, just like a candy store. <laughs> yeah, on a different planet. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's just an expression like set up. Just you yeah. would actually do that, and you would live there. Yeah. What about your family? Uh, I'll do it for them too. Oh man! Oh, have them come with you? I I don't think. Maybe I don't think they could come with me, but maybe they can. Yeah. But we don't know yet because we we haven't taken any missions to Mars with people. Yet. Yeah. Do you know about uh, what's going on with uh, the owner of Amazon.com? No. What happened? Uh, just that I believe he's doing his own space travel. Oh, I think he launched himself into space. Yeah. Yeah, with all that money he's made. Yeah. I think, I don't even think it's making a dent in his pink attack. I think it's, this This is totally, this could be totally off, but I think it costs like $60 million to make that trip into space. I wonder if one day, like, so many people are going to go to space that it's just like. Is it going to be like a normal, like, fl- plane ticket? Yeah, like 500 bucks, uh, you know, $200 deal today or something like that. 50% off. 50% off space travel. So, um... Are, do you just look into things in this uh, in this uh, solar system, or are, do you research at all things beyond? Oh, I just re- not research, but I watch a bunch of videos on like stuff outside our solar system, stuff in uh, inside our solar system. Like I think it's Saturn has a moon called Triton. It's like this moon that has liquid lakes of I think it's like acid. But what? Yeah. Liquid, just acid flowing across the planet? Yeah, it, it's, I don't think it's acid, but it's some sort of, like, material or, like, liquid. But it's, like, flowing around the surface, and I think life might be there. And there's, like, this other moon that has, it's just all glacier, but there's uh, water, like, spewing out of the ice on the surface. And they said that that place is the most likely place where they can find uh microbial life and that's that's a moon yeah it's a moon i think it's saturn's moon there's two of there's two of them triton and i think there's this other one i i forget what it's called but it is an ice moon huh yeah i i remember about like seven or eight years ago i saw some article i think in time magazine about a planet they discovered gosh i wish i could remember the name of it that they said <laughs> at the time maybe this is different but at the time they said it was the planet that was the closest one that resemb to resembling Earth. Earth. Yeah. yeah. As far as, you know, gravity and I yeah. guess. Um, Hot habitable zone. Yeah. Whether or not it has water is like the biggest one, right? Yeah. If it has water, if it doesn't have water, I think water is essential. So that's what they're mainly looking for, just water anywhere. Yeah. I think if they decide there's water, that's that's what they'll start researching yeah. if there's actually life. Um, yeah, man. Crazy. Have you seen any? Uh, I'm only asking this because I just watched one. Have you have any? Have you seen any like really cool space travel or like uh, alien life movies out there? No, never, never, never even no, like, saw ET. I think, or something? No, I saw ET. I saw War of the Worlds. That was I watched that like 
three times. That's like an old one, right? Yeah. No, I think it was like 2007. Maybe they remade it. I think. I, yeah, th- they remade it like 2007. Is that, was that Aliens? Yeah, it was like Aliens. Yeah. I think I watched, I'm trying to think. No, I think those are the only ones because I don't really, because if I look for them, I usually find like low budget, low quality <laughs> movies. Now, like, I don't want to watch these. Yeah. Actually, one of my podcast friends, Dan Morrow. He just made a documentary called uh, All the President's Aliens. <laughs> and I think it's about, like, you know, the secret stuff presidents dealt with when it comes to aliens that yeah. most the public doesn't really know about. And I could be messing that up, but I think that's <laughs> what, what it's about. Uh, I'm only asking about the movie thing because I just recently watched a movie from 1977, which is before I was born. Uh, have you ever heard of um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Uh, I think I heard that, but I never like seen it or. Yeah, it's a Steven Spielberg, same guy who made uh, Jurassic Park, and oh, uh, I've seen those movies. Yeah, yeah no, the, uh, all his movies are fantastic. But Close Encounters of the Third ki- Kind. Normally, when you see a movie from the seventies, you're like, oh god, these special effects, and you know this <laughs> and that. There's some stuff that's dated on there, but. For a person like you, you should check it out. That was, like, revolutionary back then. Like, all those effects. Yeah, They used that a lot. But now it's just looked down upon. Like, what is what was that? Well, back But that's th- where we came from, though. Back then, they, they didn't have the CGI. Yeah. Like, this they was... Had practical effects. Practical effects. Yeah. yeah. Good word, man. Uh, yeah. And I think, see, I think the stuff they do with the practical effects in that movie and a lot of other movies from yeah. back in the day, the CGI just... I don't like it. You yeah. always look at it and you're like, oh, something's off about that, you know? Doesn't look. It looks too real. Yeah, sometimes, but sometimes there's. A, it just doesn't seem. Yeah, just something about it just doesn't yeah, seem just right. Something off. Yeah, dude. So, anything else about space travel before we get into the chat pack? No, we could take a trip to the chat pack. All right. Yeah, let's take some travel on out to the chat pack. Do you know much about American history? No, I. Didn't really like history class. My teacher didn't really teach it that much. Really? Yeah, he. That's a shame. No, all he did was post like this, like this video program where you had to answer questions. He never taught us anything. He just gave us videos and like paperwork to do. Yeah, I used to teach history, and my kids made it was their favorite class. History could be awesome if it's taught. Yeah, but my teacher wasn't that good. That's a bummer. History is a great subject. Well, let's see if you have an answer for this one. Which person in American history do you think has made the greatest impact on our country? I think that the greatest American Like, really made a difference in our country. Like, from presidents to inventors to... Uh, 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 I think uh, John F. Kennedy. I think uh, he created a good impact. I watched a movie on, like... I think it was, like, about, like, these three girls that work at NASA. I forget what's called... Wait... I think it had figures in the name, like Hidden Figures. I think that's what the movie was called. Hidden Figures movie. Here are matches for Hidden yep. Figures. Yep, it's a biography that was made four years ago. This one? That's about JFK? Yeah, no, it had like like an interview from him, like how he declared that, uh, like the equal rights like of like everybody. Uh, yeah, that's pretty important, right? Yeah, that's that, pretty impactful. That was, pr- that was really impactful. Yeah, very cool. And uh, I believe, didn't we land on the moon? Yeah, we did land on the moon. Yeah. I believe that was during JFK days, right? Yeah, I think so. Who was president when we landed on the moon? I think it was JFK. Here's an answer from wikinews.org. On July 20th, 1969, the Apollo 11 space flight landed the first humans on our moon. 
fulfilling U.S. President John F. Kennedy's yeah. goal of reaching the moon before the Soviets by the end of the 1960s. And now we're going for Mars. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. All right, dude, I know you've done one of these before, but do you have, if you have shout-outs to give, now's the time. I have a shout-out to my grandma because she was asking me, he's like, oh, you shout-out mom and dad, who's your grandma? You don't have a grandma? <laughs> we didn't know you were going to listen to a grandma, but shout-out to you. <laughs> shout out to my mom, dad, my brother for not doing it. I know, dude. I don't <laughs> know why he doesn't to... want to do it. I just want him to do it once and he doesn't have to do it again. But he just doesn't want to. He just wants to have fun. Oh, well, this is, this is a good time. Whatever. A shout out to everybody that I know. Thank yeah. you. Shout out to NASA. Shout out to NASA. <laughs> shout out to uh, what's hanging out on Mars right now? Perseverance. Perseverance. We love you, man. <laughs> Keep doing your yeah. duty. <laughs> do your thing, Perseverance. Scott, you have a good summer, man? Yeah, I'm having a good summer. Awesome, man. It's been great having you. Wow, we're seven minutes over the time limit. All good. Yeah. Only with Scott. So, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Scott.